ding, 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 and welcome to Men in the Ring, and I'm joined out of Northern Africa by my man, Matt. Matt and I have been in the mental health field for 10 plus years, and Matt is still going as currently as a mental health clinician, and we encourage people in our podcast to get your mental health in the ring of life as a symbol lies by Matt's professional boxing and kickboxing career that it was in the ring. How you doing, Matt? I'm doing well, Sean. How are you doing? Not too bad. Not too bad. I've always been over the last year been kind of brainstorming if men in the ring is too is is the is the right um label, you know, for our or the right name for our podcast. So I was, I was thinking about maybe too manly, too misogynistic. No, I'm not. I'm not. Yeah, it's too manly. <laughs> Look at us, damn. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I really don't know. I mean, I'm not sure if men in the ring, like if it's, if it's a snapshot or a headline, it explains or gives an gives a picture of what we're actually talking about because so so many people look at a headline or a, a, a label and just make a quick judgment which is just the world we live in yeah be, ma- be mad at it if you want obviously but like i was wondering if maybe like human in the ring is kind of like oh what are they t-? you know like oh what's that mean like well we're getting our mm-hmm. selves in the ring of life you know if that's more descriptive if we could just go with they, them in the ring, I would appreciate it. That's what you would prefer, yeah? Uh, that's, I mean, if I have a vote, I don't know if mm-hmm. I get a vote. In this. Well, how many votes do you want? How many How many people are you being referred to? <laughs> you get multiple votes? <laughs> yeah. Oh, is that anyway. insensitive? Hmm. <sighs> well. Insensitive. Wow. Well, could just be the man in the ring. <laughs> I don't know. Big man in the ring. Um. Well, we can table that discussion. Toxic man in the ring. Ooh, that has a nice ring to it. There we go. Winning. <laughs> We'd be winning. And if we're not winning, we're pretending we're winning. Um, or in denial that we're not losing. I don't know. Like every other man. Um, yeah. Anyways, how about those Packers? Woo! There we go. I'm impressed. Impressed. I knew, I, I knew they were going to go to the playoffs. The whole year? No, not at all. That was that's completely false. I mean, <laughs> to rebuild the year, I'm like, they almost give false hope, but um, maybe it's not. I mean, a young team quarterback is it, it is a young team trajectory arc of improvement and competing. So that's pretty fun. Yeah, I mean that's crazy. Um. Cause, yeah, I'm pretty sure my prediction was top five pick. 
Oh, right? That, that sounds we about started very we reasonable. started this year. I was like, we're going to be in the top five. So, right. um, For those people who don't know what that means, that means we would be in the bottom five of the entire league. Yeah. Instead and of about, finishing the top 16, getting into the playoffs. Yeah. And then uh, halfway through the season, I was like, man, you guys keep winning. You're going to ruin my top five pick. <laughs> And uh, yeah. man, yeah, yeah, it's surprising. Right of the ship. I don't even know if that's the right way to say that, but right of right of the ship. I think that's pretty good. Um, I my expectations were, um, you know, slightly below two games below five hundred with a five hundred, you know, even wins losses being a victory, which is essentially is where they're at right now. So that is a victory. But going to the playoffs, the way things have shook out, because of all the parity in the league, does make a guy feel good that a yeah. young team is going to go in and compete. And there's a lot of pressure on Dallas, too, because they're expected to win. They're pretty good, but not that good. They're awkwardly good at home, which makes you think there might be some tomfoolery. Um, which is fine. Um, that's if you're not cheating, you're not trying. Um, but there's a lot of pressure on Dallas. Um, man, is there a lot of pressure on them? So that and our young team, you just don't know what you don't know. They don't give. A, they're playing with house money. They can go all in. It should be fun. Yeah, that kind of thing. That's fun part about it. So yeah. They're getting better. They're young, right? So they win this year. That's cool. But it really wasn't. This year was never really about this year. Right. You know, this year was about. And so if they can go to the playoffs and then have in their mind, like, we belong in the playoffs every year, you know, whatever their young core ends up being. It's going to be Jordan Love and whoever else they decide to keep around, you know. Yeah. Like that. Yeah, I don't know if it was you or my I don't know if it was you or my kid or somebody I was talking to. So I was like, I didn't really care if they made the playoffs. Somebody it might have been you, but it might have been my I can't remember. They they thought it would be important to make the playoffs with a young team because we have a small market. A lot of free agents don't stick around, but if you're building that culture like we can't win and we're gonna keep winning from the jump right off the bat. I'm like, that, that is a great point. You know, people are going to stick together if they're feeling good about it, you know? Yeah. So that's, that's fun. It's fun. It's fun to develop a winning culture. I mean, there's a lot of teams across the NFL that were one game out of 500 and one game out of the playoffs. So funny. Cause like the whole feeling of, you know, like, trending down or trending up could be just a one game swing which you know it might not be our actual true read on anything you know (laughs) but it just gives the idea and perception which I'll take I'll take a false positive perception almost all the time as long as it doesn't hurt me too bad yeah well you got a team that's young enough to believe it you know Mm -hmm. I mean and the reality is this 
also Lafleur's been there long enough, you know, like that. It's kind of the expectation, you know. And so, mm-hmm. it's nice to live up to expectations. Now, um, how about the Lions, which I'm kind of a fan of because they've just been such a losers for so long. Fun Dan Campbell yeah. atmosphere. That whole coaching staff is fun. Expert players that I grew up watching and Jared Goff, super fun. I'm on a St. Brown. That their ex legend Matthew Stafford is going to come into their house and maybe take all their stuff. That's crazy, huh? <laughs> oh man, that's that's a wild. That's that's a wild scenario that's crazy I mean, it's I'm, hard I'm not a, to like Dan Campbell though oh you know? I love I love Dan Campbell he's, he's a fighter he might he might not be a winner quite yet but he's a fighter for sure yeah speaking of the Titans fired Mike Vrabel yeah, that was a interesting move. That is crazy. Intelligent, rich people love it. <laughs> That's always fun to watch. I don't know. If you have a piece, you don't even have to have all the pieces, but if you have a piece that is like rock solid, you yeah. build around it, right? Whether it's the GM. Mm-hmm. Coach or quarterback, like mm-hmm. if you have one really solid piece, let's go. Yeah, let's start. Build the rest of it. Right. And they had a solid piece, and they just, <laughs> so like, they just knock it all down. <sighs> do you, Do you know there's some of the background about that is um when they got rid of their last GM, which is another great story, um. Vrabel wanted a particular person, but they said, nah, we're going with somebody else. So ever since that moment, you know. Yeah. <laughs> which is hilarious because, you know, you're a rich guy. You think you're smarter than everybody else. We bring a football guy in to make football decisions, but then you're like, no, I'm smarter than the football guy making football decisions, making good football decisions. Well, then, you know, it's like, that's the same organization that had, I forget the uh, GM's name, but him and um, A.J. Brown, they're the Titans' best receiver at the time, um, like didn't see eye to eye. He didn't like getting, like AJ, I'm sure dis- A.J. was being a dick to him, I'm sure, but he, they got rid of him. A.J. Brown, I think it was mid, no, it was before the draft. Then mid-season, A.J. Brown goes to the Philadelphia Eagles. A.J. Brown goes off, points up to the press box where the GM is at. The owner realizes, and this is how dumb this owner is, the owner, re- owner realizes the GM got rid of A.J. Brown, talks to Vrabel, understood that it was kind of a petty thing. And yeah, Vrabel's like, yeah, he got rid of our best player for something petty. The next day after A.J. Brown dances all over the Titans, the owner fires the GM. <laughs> it's so great. <laughs> That is an amazing story. Mm-hmm. 
I love that whole thing of AJ Brown being on the field, pointing up to the box, saying, "Look, pretty much you know and I know." That is awesome. Yeah, that's he went the to the Eagles. He got paid, oh. and then he he went there. He put up. Like, uh, what do you got? Because I don't want to numbers. Oh, you talking? You talking about money or yards? Because either one, he's put stats. He's got money. Yeah, he mean, got paid, and then it's good for him because you know Tannehill uh, for the Titans is not a great quarterback. I mean, good guy, not a good quarterback. That's a fun storyline. Uh, he got eight receptions, 119 yards, two touchdowns. Oh, in that in that game. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. That's fantastic. Yeah. But yeah, getting rid of Mike Rabel, that's 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 hilarious. It reminds me though, uh, you can say what you want, you know, about Mike McCarthy, us Packer fans, we think we know. Kind of blinded by you know um, him being so close to us, but um, he actually is statistically a very good coach. I know as Packer fans, we get annoyed by him because he brought like you know just over mediocrity for years. Um, yeah. But statistically, he actually is one of the better coaches in the whole NFL. But he's got like a little bit of a pushover personality, which is exactly why Jerry Jones brought him to. The Cowboys, because, you know, Jerry Jones likes to be the star of the show, which is its own like amazing debacle. Because um, Jerry Jones wants to be successful on the field, have W's in the playoffs, not successful. But as far as a business owner, you know, taking that franchise from being worth multi-millions to multi-billions, very successful. But So he is successful in some way. But he's, like, saying, you know, McCarthy's done very well dallas and then they ask him are you gonna you know keep mike around and then he's like well we'll see we'll go game by game in the playoffs to see what that is so just <laughs> no vote of confidence is being a dick that's so funny dude that's crazy i heard a little bit about that i was like that's crazy I mean, Jerry Jones is the same dumbass that um, that pretty much, you know, banned one of the best NFL minds and soft-spoken alphas in the world, um, Jimmy Johnson, from, like, the whole, you know, just just recently put him into the ring of honor because he didn't like being alphaed by Jimmy Johnson, who just would walk in the room and alpha Jerry because Jerry's a a B word and Jimmy's the real deal, which is, is pretty funny. This eliminates people that are better than him. <laughs> it's fantastic. Yeah. Smart move. If you're a powerful bitch, who do you want to see have success in this NFL? We might as well keep going NFL. We only got a couple more minutes left. It's, it's a hell of a topic. I love this playoffs. It's very interesting. Who do I want to see make a run? 
Yeah, I mean, obviously, some mostly the Packers. That's kind of a very this could be sneaky good. I know, like they're coming together. They're hot. If Joe Barry can keep his head out of his, you, yes. he'll be all right. Yeah, yeah, right. Like they could be really good. I mean, mm-hmm. Jordan Love just completed like eighty-five percent of his passes. Like, didn't see that coming. <laughs> Beginning right. of the year, you right. know, I don't know what he did mid-year to. Well, I think it's just a progression of you know. Yeah, but he's playing playing well. I think I think the underrated Packer on our team is Aaron Jones. Like, yes, if they don't bring him back next year, then they aren't really interested in winning next year. I think. Except well, for talking, we should get rid of him. And I was like, that's well, silly. What are the what are the arguments against keeping him? You think? Mainly just paying him, paying a running back. You can't pay that position, you know. Yeah, so, um, yeah I, I can see both sides. I love the fact that he's an X factor, but he one has to be on the field. Two, it is a uh, undervalued position in the market for a reason, because yeah, the expendable people get hurt, and there's other guys that can do this almost the same job. But not quite, you know. Like that's why some guys do actually get paid. Yeah. But and why yeah. wouldn't you get hurt? It's the one. It's the most physical, you know, physically demanding position on the field. I'm not paying. I'm not saying give him another contract. I'm saying just don't terminate his current contract. Right. You know I mean? right, 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 right. So or trade or trade him. Yeah. Um. No, I think they're pretty good. I'm kind of excited to watch Miami in the playoffs. That'll be fun. They haven't been yes. there forever. Um, I'm a big Ravens, fan. I think the Ravens, you could, if I was going to pick a Super Bowl winner, that's probably who I would yes. say likely. They seem like the strongest team in the entire NFL. Which I don't, there's, some, there's something about the Ravens. I don't like. I'm not sure if it goes back to Ray Lewis times or, or what exactly. I'm cheering against the Ravens, but they are awesome, and I have a lot of respect for John Harbaugh and Lamar Jackson. So we'll see. Be hard to derail. It'll be fun watching that. I like Miami, like you said, but you know how they they lost to Buffalo. You know what? Where that takes them now. Uh, I saw that, but I don't know. They're playing in Kansas City in like sub zero temperatures. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm, they might not win, but I'm they happy might they not win. win. <laughs> well, the funny thing is, there's a certain point where um, they say, you know, like Kansas City's used to playing the cold. Not actually. Like, you don't go practice in that cold. You know, you're, you're walking, you know, you get out of your car, go to the mall in that cold. But like, it's. It is an advantage for Casey, for sure. But at at some point, it just comes down to who are the dogs that are going to compete in that type of weather. And if you got a couple more than the other team, doesn't matter if you're from a warm weather spot or not. You know, you're going to come out with a W. Yeah. 
it's almost unfair. I mean, I feel like soft because I was a football player and I love playing in the elements because it does separate people. But it is almost unfair, especially for Miami and uh, KC, who have such highly skilled positions that they got to play in the freaking oh, the call. That's going to be hilarious. Cannot wait to watch playoffs this weekend. Yeah. Uh, when is the pack game? Do you know? Uh, I think it's Sunday. After, late afternoon, I believe, for here. Yeah. I don't translates to you, but... And it looks like uh, we, we got to get going here, huh? Yeah. Shoot. Um, boy. Okay. Well, happy... NFL wildcard weekend. Um, like, subscribe, share. If you feel inclined, I appreciate your time, Matt. Have a great week, buddy. Yeah, thank you. You have a good one. All right, that's been Men in the Ring. See you, bud. All right, see you.